Welcome to another episode of Dengo Thoughts. This time I'm talking to Idan Spizier. This is Idan's second time on the podcast. Idan is a very inspirational character for me. He is the CEO of 911 Restoration, which is the fastest growing restoration company in the United States. Aside from being very successful in business, Idan also has very interesting outlook on life. We all have those interesting ideas about life, but Idan seems to implement them in a way that not only is coherent, but is paying off both financially, emotionally, and spiritually. I think at the end of the day, all we can hope for is that our beliefs lead to actions that make our lives and the lives of our loved ones better. Idan seems to have achieved most of those things. Obviously, there's always place for growth, as he would tell you himself. But I find my conversations with Idan opening new horizons of belief of what's possible. I always learn a lot, both on the spiritual side and on the business side for my conversations with Idan and I find them very helpful and reassuring that the future is pretty bright. It also gives me hope that the people with power don't always want the power for the sake of power. Sometimes there are good people who can also do things. Idan was the first official guest on my show so I'm happy to close this year with him again on the podcast. I might even do it an annual thing where at the end of each year we have a conversation I know this is not already not the end of last year and not even the beginning of this year, but I was a little slow in producing episodes and that's on me, but I will get better. And this year you're gonna have way more episodes and they're only gonna get better as time goes by. As a quick reminder, as always, if you like what I do, please like and subscribe. And if you really like what I do, please consider contributing on Patreon. The link is in the description. I'm happy to bring you quality content with people who are not only successful, but they have an outlook on life that is inspiring, positive, and they have something new to say to the world. So in the spirit of that, without any further ado, I give you my conversation with Idan Spizier. Idan, what's up? We're back. <laughs> Thank you for coming again. This is uh, now the second time you're on the podcast. And uh, actually, it's interesting because it's like a closing of a cycle because it's the 12th episode, which means that you're literally like ah. my first official guest and you're my 12th from last year's guest, we're basically, yeah. So, big honor. Ah, and also, I know that blessing. you're a very busy man, so I, <laughs> it's always a privilege to have someone like you uh, take some time off and actually do the, uh, do, give me the honors. Yeah, you were very worried about like, what we should talk about, and uh, I'm not that worried, because there's always something to talk about. I'm here, I'll let you uh, Good, leave. yeah. <laughs> um, so, first of all, what's new in your life? There's, uh, there's, I'm, I'm assuming that there's a lot of things that have changed, both personally, and uh, business-wise for you, because things are always in flux as far as business. Yeah. So uh, let's start with the simple one. The business keeps growing. This is yeah. Is business there like is going a, well. Yeah. Is Very there, well, is, actually. Is is there something like fundamentally different? Uh, maybe not fundamentally. Is there something uh, noticeably like kind of like big level up kind of thing, or just like keeps expanding? No, it it's, we, I think we're getting better with you know understanding the players in our team and making sure that they, they're in the right seat and also giving them freedom with accountability. Right? Mm. So I think as a company, as we grow, and we go through the stages of growth, I think we got to the point that we have a great team, we have a lot of clarity, so people know what, what we're trying to do, but also they have a freedom in their own department, in their own world to create. Right. So one of the things that... Our approach is each one in the company, in a way, is a CEO, right? I want you to own the department. I want to give you the freedom. But once we work on the plan and when we set up the goals and everything and we sign on it, 
right? So for example, if you oversee marketing, I'll give you the budget, I'll give you the vision, I'll give you the overall goal, and then you have the freedom, right? Say, okay, this is the people that I need, this is how I'm gonna execute, this is how we're gonna learn, this is how we're gonna do it. As a, and as an executive, we hold them accountable, but we mainly there to support them, right? So, so if he needs help, my, my goal is really seeing, okay, where are they gonna get stuck somewhere, and how can I remove the blockage in a way? Right and help them grow and support them really. So this, but this is in the core operation. You're talking about in the franchise, like within part. the this company, is... because it's all you know. For for me, it always goes back to the people. No, no, I know, but what, yeah. I guess I'm asking more technically. Like what you're describing is you, your office, right? Because yeah. because anything outside of that, like all the franchisee, uh, franchise, no fr- franchisee, yeah, yeah, the franchisees, yeah, they are by definition an independent entity right and then yes just... they're they're independent entity yeah go ahead with it. i mean no no so, so first of all is that correct yes they're, okay they're so... independent there is a manual right so they have to operate in a certain way right okay. and we have the brand right so the brand promises certain things this is why we have the fresh start how do you police that by the way so if we work with national account there is scoring there is respond time uh, we also measure uh, reviews online Right, so we can see that. We get reviews from the national account, so we see how our franchisee is performing. And we have a scorecard that collects all the data. Right, so our support guys will visit the scorecard once a month. We have a person that put all the scorecard and pull all the information together. We automated almost everything. And then based on the scorecard, we see the areas that the franchisees need supports in, but also we see the areas of Let's say if there's bad reviews or it's not responding or declining to too many jobs, then we know to address it. Mm. So there's like a hierarchy of uh, troubleshooting that occurs. Right. Right. So, so th- yeah. Sorry. So, so, in th- so what you're describing in the beginning was essentially the core operation of what you oversee directly, even though I know that eventually you oversee everything directly yeah. if, it, if it calls your attention. But the... But the thing that you describing in the beginning was more like the departments inside the cooperation. Because those departments, right, as, as they have the right people, the right culture, the right structure, that bleeds into the franchisee, right? So it's not, I, I want the guys that talks to the franchisee every day to come up with ideas and ways to impact the franchisees. If, I, if I'm only going to have the executive that... You know, sitting in a room, the AC in a meeting room, it's not the same thing as having the people that interact with the franchisees every day. So by giving the freedom, by hearing everybody, right, that create now, we, we can act on things that actually happen in the field. So this and is... not having a big distance between, okay, we have the executive and then we have the people in the field and then the franchisee, everything becomes so far from us. Right? The goal is to bring everybody closer. So this is fascinating. I think uh, there's a lot of like those little snippets online that you can find on, on Tesla and how it operates. And like they have this Tesla manual. And one of the things that famously is uh, said in that manual is like if you, f- if you feel like uh, if you're in a meeting, for example, and you feel like you, you don't contribute anything or you get anything from that meeting, you can... You, yeah, you can leave. Yeah, there's no yeah, it's a waste it's like, of time. Yeah, it's a waste meetings of, to have meetings to have meetings. Yeah, yeah, meetings. but yeah. but they give you the freedom to basically yeah. do that, and, it's, and and also you don't ever have to go through like a 
official chain of command. You can just talk to anyone, including Elon, if, it, if it's important. Obviously, yeah, if yeah. you're just going to start bugging Elon for no reason every time, that's going to be your last day. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. So, so that's, I guess, what you were talking about, the um, freedom but the responsibility as well. Yes. You can't just do whatever. It's Exactly. So instead of, and that's really create a unique culture, right? A healthy culture that everybody feel that they are part of the game, right? They're not just coming to the office. Okay, the manager is telling me you, you have to do one, two, three, and, and that's it, right? So one thing that we love to see and we're seeing more and more and more is people within the company are growing, right? And that is the beautiful things to see. Because they, they've been answering the phones, speaking with the franchisees. They, they have this experience. They know the franchisees. And now they are managing other people that just joined the company. So these are great things to see. So I think that is what's nice to see as we're growing as a company. right? Because it's not me and two other people and we are in the truck and building the company. Now there is, okay. But how is that different from, let's say, a year or two ago where you already had this uh, this vision that things should be, I guess, everything you're describing now. Yeah. But wh- what's the difference between that and what you're describing to me right now? Is it the fact that they are more... It's... Like they're fitted better to their position, essentially? Better to a position. I think we're doing better job as, as a management team to understand really who is the player, right? So wh- I can say exactly the same thing a year ago, but I didn't understand accountability, Right. So when I said the word accountability 10 years ago, it's not the same word that I'm saying accountability today. I see. Or freedom, or structure, So just the clarity. depth of the accountability and, then, and the So depth. this is the, what I call, I think it's the maturity of the company, of the people mm. in the company. So you're no longer a young company, like for sure. This is like already like a... I still think that we're just started and we're a young company, but yeah, that's my mindset. But I think we're, we, we're growing nicely as a company. And we see, I mean, we break in the past year, in the past three years, we bro- we break in records every year. Right? What's the number? In, yeah. Number of sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. Like, yeah. what's the number of employees right now in the company? So, in the entire organization, we have more than a thousand. That's amazing. Right. So, it's pretty cool. Yeah. 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 That's incredible. Yeah. And uh, on the personal side, because uh, we actually did a vipassana course together about yeah, almost uh, almost a year ago. It's been a year ago. No, no, it's been like eight months, I think. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. So how how does that how did that impact? Tell us a little bit about that experience. Oh, how that impact. (laughs) So that opened. Ah, there's been so many ways. I feel feel like it's been uh, you know ten years of growth since then. The beautiful thing, I mean, one of the things that opened my eyes in Vipassana is. Okay, before Vipassana, always when I closed my eyes and I, and I focus on my hands, I feel my hands start vibrating, like you feel the sensation. Mm-hmm. I always thought that I'm creating that sensation because I'm focusing on my hand. I guess you could maybe say that. The first day or two or three days or four days in Vipassana, I'm like, okay, this vibration is always there. I'm just focusing and my mind is clear enough so I feel it. And this vibration exists everywhere, right? As we experience in Vipassana. And the unconscious mind exists on the body, right? So that was a big like, okay, I'm not creating it. It's already there. It's vibrating all the time. My unconscious mind lives here, wherever it's here, on body or in, in our aura or whatever you want to call it. So that opened my mind. And then I'm saying, okay, so if it's the sensation and the way I'm interacting with things, why can I just do it all the day? Not sitting in meditation, 
just be very, very conscious on my sensations, right? And then what I, I, I notice is during the day when I'm closing or opening, right? So something happened in my life. Let's say my kid did something. I'm stuck in traffic, whatever happened, right? And think I've been working for many, many years on myself before Vipassana. Vipassana just opened another kind of another window. And I said, okay, let, let me start paying more attention to the sensation. Weather, traffic, whatever it is. And as I'm going and whatever something happened, I start paying attention to the sensation. And the sensation that got me upset or mad or whatever it is, I notice that they're closing me off. Right? So I'm like, mm, mm. even though I release it in a second. Right? I'm getting closed off. Yeah. What I start doing during the day, as, as much as I can, every time that I felt the sensation, I did exactly the opposite. I opened my heart. Whether traffic, I felt something, open my heart. Open my heart. Two, three weeks after what I started experiencing, there is a flow of energy that gets freeze, freed up in the body. Two, three months after, the, I had like a few months that I feel like my heart is open. Mm. Doesn't matter what I do, I feel my heart is open. I feel like warm here, mm. around my heart all the time. And the only thing I did, of course, I keep practice Vipassana, I did meditation every morning, but all that. But my biggest thing was, I'm like, okay, just keep opening up. Keep opening up. And what I notice is that as I keep my body open, there is a flow that keeps going through the body all the time. It's every time that I closed off, right? I'm closing that flow. Yeah. So for a long time now, what, what I'm doing is I'm opening. Whenever I feel that I'm too much in my head, I'm thinking too much, right? Because thinking is just recycling the same shit again and again and again. What I do is I'm taking my, I decide what type of feeling I want to create. So love or being proud or whatever it is, right? Or abundance. And I just go from my head and I create that feeling. And everything changed. Hmm. So that, that, that's definitely a huge lesson. That's you know, changed. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that have a huge impact. Think if I'm talking to my wife, for example, right? And, he's saying, and she's saying something or doing something that before I used to have the reaction, right? And then the reaction that I'm having, even if, even if I'm not saying anything to her, when I start having the reaction, she feels it. She knows. And I see how it changed the vibe in our conversation. Once I start doing, okay, I'm talking to my wife, I'm there, I'm present, but I'm paying attention to my sensation. And whenever I feel like something coming up, I'm opening. She doesn't know anything about what I'm doing. But then you see the flow, yeah. right? The, the vibe between us, right? So if I do it with the kids, with my wife, with my family, with whatever it is. With the world. With open the world. up. Yeah. Everything around you change. Yeah. I know, and, that, and that's, the, that's exactly, I guess the simplicity of it is the thing that is amazing to me. Because people, you know, again, it's not like we haven't heard this before, but I always tell people, it's when you start practicing is when you understand the difference between understanding it with your mind and really understanding it. Because it's yeah. so simple, but it has to be done on a daily base, basis and it has to be something that you uh, kind of work on. And it's crazy how many things have changed. My mom was visiting for a month and... Me and my mom always had this like very complicated relationship and uh, uh, she was here the whole time and we have a relatively small space and uh, it, it was the best like visit ever. I was just like, I couldn't believe it myself. Like even uh, my girl said, she's like, that's crazy. Like you, it's the fact that I was, I'm sure she, she also did a lot of work on herself over the years, but 
it's we were more open like yeah. it wasn't like a already you come into situation from like a closed place so when you're more open there's less like you don't feel like there's things you have to step over yeah there's just what in fact is happening so you address it directly and it kind of goes away and yeah. it's uh i don't think you can really there's only so many ways in which you can say that beyond that point you have to practice you have yeah. to actually do it yeah. i was I, I was you know i never found myself i've been doing vipassana for since 2017 and uh i've been you know in the first couple of times i wasn't really following through that much then i followed through more this time i'm following through even more uh but this is the first time that i see myself almost evangelizing it not in the sense of like just like have to tell everybody but like when i see people go going through it for different reasons every single time i just know that if they would do 10 day yeah <laughs> it just would change everything for them right. like really and right. and we heard it so many times from so many different gurus and you know so it's just it becomes this thing of like yeah whatever and it, how do you convince a person you can't they just yeah. they just have to go through it they and have then, to go through the experience yeah they have to go through the experience so i'm i'm my my thing is like i'm telling people not again i'll tell 100 people maybe two is going to do it yeah i'm telling them just open your heart that's whenever something happened and just you see yourself about to close yeah. just open that's it yeah and you're going to feel by yourself what's going to happen and they feel they feel a quick shift immediately yeah right? that's a good way of phrasing it of just like uh open your heart yeah because yeah. it's simple and it i think it's visual enough for people to understand what you mean by that that is very interesting and you feel well definitely i'm assuming that it also you already were you're definitely doing something right obviously in your business so i'm assuming that it also just contributed even more right yeah to, because yeah. then there is there is you understand that the idea of attachments right it needs to be this way it needs to be that way i i need to come across in a certain way there's all attachments that they are really nonsense that we created because of the patterns that we hold right so there is there's the patterns that right that goes back to the emotional dna and the sensation and how it all wor- works together but we are holding to so many things that don't really make any sense. I mean, they make sense based on how you grew up and where you came from and all that. But in real, if you really think about them, they don't make any sense, right? It's the thing that we, we hold to. So when I start letting go and opening that, there's also another beautiful thing that happens. As you open up, you have a lot more energy. And you, because you're not wasting a lot of energy thinking about the same shit again and again and again. 4,000 times a day, right? So suddenly when this gets much less and less and less, there's a lot more energy and positive energy. So if I need to sit with somebody in a meeting, you come across better. You're not really, you're, you're more open. Things just much smoother, right? So thing that's, let, let's say, it took me eight hours to do, now like, like two three hours. Yeah, you don't need to stop in those that, I don't, because you're not yeah. exactly this. So like, just because uh, we touched on, so just because we touched on it last time when we spoke, but I I want you to walk people. Uh, you don't have to go like too deep. You can go as deep as you want, but you don't have to, you know, expand too much if you don't want to. But like, tell us again a little bit about this idea of like what is emotional DNA, the way you're defining it. That's because that's a very interesting concept, I think. So the reason I kind of got the idea of emotional DNA, right? Any person, I mean, I'll ask any person about the way it looks and he will say, oh, it's my mom's eyes, my dad's nose, right? 
I look like my aunt or my parents or whoever it is, right? So it's very easy for people to see, oh no, this is where I got my features in a way. Emotional DNA is the same thing, but just the emotional part of it, right? So for example, a kid zero to seven, zero to six, zero to whatever, right? Uh, people say, okay, I grew up in a, in a certain environment. Um, do I had intimacy in my house? How was the relationship between my parents? How did they talk about money? How did they talk about relationship? How did they talk about other people, good people, bad people, what success looks like, right? So the emotional, the way my parents, my family, my environment carry themselves emotionally, right? The world is a good place or a scary place. All that came into me. I inherited everything. Right? Because in a, in a very young age, our brain is very much in a place of uh, absorbing. Right? So emotional DNA is really what you absorb from your environment. And what you absorb from your environment, let's say you didn't do homework and your dad comes to you and tells you, hey, this is not okay. How can your dad do homework? You're never going to be successful. <gasps> That's become now a pattern. That's become an energy that stacks in you because it's very... It's very emotional it's situation. Yeah. It's very painful, so you hold it in. So let's say now I have patterns, right? People are not good. Money is evil. I'm never going to get married. Seeing my parents fighting all the time. Marriage is a scary place, right? So these patterns, it's the way you're experiencing the world now. Now, the patterns are very unconscious. You don't think about it all the time because it's too painful. So your brain starts telling you stories around these patterns, right? So let's say relationships are not good, right? I cannot trust women, for example. You're not going to know that you have these patterns unless you pay attention to it. But the stories that your brain is going to tell you, oh, no, she's not nice enough. She doesn't live in a good area. Oh, she doesn't brush, whatever, right? You're going to start coming up with stories. She doesn't brush her teeth? No, she I mean, that, that's for, that, that's that is the deal breaker. <laughs> right. so, so what we do is we, we're not aware of the patterns that we hold. And we have that stories that our brain keep coming up with to make sure that we are not, we don't want this, this pattern to get touched. Because every time that is being faced or touched by something, we feel extreme pain. Because it's something that happened 20 or 30 years ago, but we're holding it. Yeah. Right? And that things, in a way, is our brain is there to protect us, to make sure that this is not going to get touched again. So we're going through our life not being aware of the patterns that we hold. We're going through our life trying to fix everything outside of us. So would it be fair to say that just like the DNA, the actual DNA is the code for how we're constructed physically, the emotional DNA is the code for how we constructed emotionally. Yes. But to use the same analogy, I just I guess I just now thought of it. The, there's a difference here because DNA you can't change. So you're saying there is a way to break the emotional there DNA. There is a way to break, yeah. Now okay. a lot of people are saying that we can change, we can alter. Well, we can, DNA, yeah, we can do. I guess we, we, this is, now you, you're talking about the CRISPR <laughs> of emotional DNA. Right. Okay. So, yeah, so that absolutely can change. And I believe in some way... Is, is there to help us evolve. Uh, you mean the fact that it was there? The fact that it was there, okay. I believe to some degree, this is areas that really is, are there to serve us, right? Because one, every time that we face a pattern and we transcend, we, we dissolve the pattern, we evolving as, as human beings. So I really think there is something 
great in having these patterns. Now, it's great only if you are aware of it and you are addressing it. Now, the beautiful thing and what I find from my own experience, once you're aware of a pattern and you're open for it, it's, it's going to release itself because you're not shoving it down anyway, anymore. Right? So the way I'm describing it, let's say there is a river. Every rock in the river uh, can be a symbol of, of a pattern. Right? So the, the river is trying to flow, but then it's being blocked by different rocks. So the river never flows. And the river I call the energy of life. Now, every time that the river hit a stone, right, there is the water that splash. That water that splash is the thoughts that keep coming up in our head. Mm. Right? When you do Vipassana, one of the things that I paid attention and today is if you just pay attention to your thought, you're going to see that you have the same thoughts again and again and again. And usually if you start mapping those thoughts, they are a reflection of patterns. So today if I sit in meditation for a week or whatever it is and I start paying attention, I say, okay, I have the same thoughts that are coming up. Why would I have these thoughts coming up? And if you start looking at them as a pattern, you see that these thoughts will point to a pattern that you hold. Mm. So just being aware of your thoughts, having that space and seeing my thoughts and see that I'm having the same thoughts again and again. So if you have thoughts, for example, how can I show people something, right? How can I show people that I'm great, right? There is a reason that you have the same thoughts of how do I show people because you have the something need, that the need, yeah. you need to get that attention. And it's come from a pattern that, for example, I'm not good enough. So just because you think, because your dad slapped your hand 20 years ago, and you hold the pattern that I'm not good enough, most of the thoughts that you're going to have in your head is, how do I prove myself? Or, these people will never get me, so I don't need to be around them. Mm. So you move further and further from who you really are. Right? I see. Interesting. So this is how much of this do you because we you know we we met through creating some content around some books that you wrote and they were all relating to uh, ideas in the business but they were targeting the understanding of the self. The books were uh, targeting the understanding of the individual uh, as the mover and the shaker of everything that happens in the business. Would that be fair to say? It's like, like yeah. all three books are basically focusing on explaining how you should address your own trajectory and through that understanding how your business develops. Essentially, your relationship yes. with yourself before the relationship with the business, but yeah. also how it can, uh, the two connect. Yes, everything starts and ends with you. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, so that, how much of that uh, do you on a daily basis, uh, obviously you set the example, but how much of that do you directly communicate to the employees? So it's, it's always come through, because this is how I experience life, so it's always come through it. Right? Mm. When somebody's going to say, no, no, we, we, it didn't work because of that or that. Says, okay, no. Let's, let's talk about it for, for a second. Now, I'm not, you know, it's still a business environment, so I need to balance it. It's not like I'm, I'm here to try to fix everybody. Everybody center yourself. No, no, but, but I, I just know where it starts. You know, you can, you can point around all day long. I just know where it starts. Mm. I just know if, if a conversation happened in a certain way, right? So I see that everything that I experience in my life 
come as a reflection back to me, right? So somebody comes with a certain problem to me and says, okay, why do I need to, what is in my vibration that I need now to deal with this issue, right? What, what's the gift here for me? Because I believe that everything happened for good. Right, everything that happens. That's a big statement. I want to at the yeah, end of well, this this conversation. I want to, yeah, yeah. I believe that everything that happens is for good. Everything that happens in our life, it's to help us evolve. Hmm. Nothing happened. It's not bad. It's bad only because we have an attachment, or no, it's no. If, if you go for it's it's helping us transcend. It's helping us evolve. Right. So if somebody comes to me with a problem from the office, I had a call, and this is what happened, and we fought, and whatever happened, I'm like, okay, I need to hear it now. And let's see what I can learn from it. So is the thing that there's something that I need to hear right now because there is something that I'm going through and is coming to open my eyes or there's a reason that I need to explain it again so I can learn better from my own explanation, mm. right? Because it's all reflection. Mm. It's all mirrors that send back to us what we put out. It's, it's, it's very Tao. It's very kind of like just like, okay, this is what's happening. Let's when look what we're I getting start- when I started to go through my process, I had things in my life that I needed to change if it's in the business or relationship. And in my head, it was like, okay, it's going to take me probably 400 years to change it. It's never going to be, how I'm going to make these changes? I have no idea. And then when I start making changes internally, suddenly everything starts changing. Like, okay. My focus from that point, when I had this realization, and it didn't happen once, it, it's happening all the time. I said, okay, my focus needs to be really internally. W- right? Because if I change internally and this thing suddenly changed, and it wasn't a hard change, it was basically I start seeing everything is like, okay, I have an opportunity to evolve here. What is the thing that I don't want to deal with that I'm trying to hide from? Right? And that problem just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Right? Or there's small problems that I, I, I recognize today. There was a small problem that I avoided from dealing with. And those problems become bigger, bigger, and bigger. Mm. So in a way, I said, okay, the universe comes and taps me on the, on the shoulder uh, slightly. I says, Idan, we give you an opportunity here. And Idan is not listening. It's like, okay, we'll give you a little bit harder one. And then at one point, so you can, you can evolve through these small things if you are uh, aware. Or you're going to get hit on the head. Speaking about getting hit on the head, obviously, even though you've reached full enlightenment, uh, I'm sure that <laughs> I'm sure that, I'm sure that, I'm sure that sometimes it's, it's really funny because I, I said that and I'm looking straight and it says poop bags. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so so uh, uh, even though we've reached a certain level of understanding of all these things, and obviously for you. Uh, it's maybe a little bit more than others because you also understand how to functionally create those structures that both work in the real world and both work for you personally. Uh, When you do get, still get into like a weird place or you get mad or how do you handle it now? Because from my experience, as we're trying to grow through this process, there's always this stage in which you feel like, oh, you know, I've reached this certain level of accolade of like, oh, I'm now like, it's almost like you convince yourself now. It becomes a little bit of like an ego thing, like very subtle, which is like, oh, I, I'm on a certain level of understanding. And all of a sudden, bam, slap, right? You're just like, oh, shit. Like, I'm, Thank I'm, you for waking me up. Okay. But, do, but is it immediate? immediate? The, is it the thank you for waking me I up bar- immediate? I barely, or? I, I see, look, I'm, 
so many years that I'm, I'm in this thing. So I don't have, I'm not going through a long period of time that being upset. I, I just don't. It, mm, yeah. Because once you, so what happened when we get upset is really all of our attention just get zoomed in. Mm. And that become our life, right? Let's say a friend said the word, the wrong word to me, or I want to close the deal, or I didn't close the deal. You were triggered, did that? Huh? <laughs> you were triggered. <laughs> so I said, what what really happens is my all of my attention, right, from being completely open went to boom. All of my being is being focused on what was done wrong to me. Mm. I'm aware of it now, so when I'm feeling that, I'm opening it back up. I'm not, I'm not attached to it. How long ago would you yeah. say that you could say that that's the, predominantly your, your ability or tendency? It's, it's, uh, like a decade uh, ago, uh, five years ago, when it became more like a constant? More constant over the past uh, maybe three, four years. Okay, so relatively yeah. recent. No, that's no. A... Yeah. yeah, it's really it's not like I'm... But, but really, it's practice. No, of course. I'm just out of curiosity yeah. because it's... There's, look, in the end of the day... What I'm always interested in is the practical stuff because we had this conversation a little bit off camera and we can talk a, a, about it a little bit also on camera, which is like, I'm constantly involved in this search of understanding uh, to various degrees in different domains. And one of the things that stands out to me, and again, this is something just reiterating for the camera because I, I know I told you this, but one of the things that stands out to me is that Many times, some understandings that I know are very hard won. They're ones that are very difficult to truly come to. And you say them, when you express them in the company of certain people, they immediately retort with like, oh yeah, that, like, that's, that was obvious to them. Now, it's possible that for some of these people, it was always obvious to them. But I would, I would put on the table that for 99.99999% of people in the world, it couldn't have possibly be obvious. And therefore, if for them it's obvious, if they express that it was obvious, it's nothing more than them just wanting to feel like, oh, no, 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 I already learned this a long time ago, when in fact, they don't realize it even now, you know? So, yeah. so I'm saying it to the effect that, again, I've, you know, I've interacted with you for a little while now, uh, uh, and... I've seen, and also again, you know, the, the, the facts on the ground, like your business and your family and everything else, you really took it to a place in which now those things are truly obvious to you. So the reason I'm exploring that domain is because people say this stuff all the time, but not a lot of them truly get it. They just know that, that saying it gets them a certain amount of attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, yeah. I understand it with you, it's not the case. And therefore, I'm asking you about the specifics of like, okay, when did that change for you? Because got I think, it, it. like, yeah. for me, it clarifies the picture, for got example. It, got yeah. it, got it, yeah. um, there's, a, there's all those ideal scenarios that we would like to imagine that might happen in our personal life, in our business life, and whatever. And then, you know, life happens. And then... I feel like that the, the real superpower here is how you deal with that life happen moments. That, that's really right. the, that's that, really the thing that because the majority of the time when it goes great, it goes great. It goes great, exactly. Awesome. Exactly. Yeah. There's no work needed from you at all. Like it's just right the wave. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. And I guess that that's the thing that was the most interesting to me. So now I want to I want to change to something a little bit more out there, which is always fun. Um, we had some, you know, conversations about, you know, the more 
the things that are a little, I guess, esoteric or um, like spiritual in the sense that like there's a lot of variations of this stuff, right? And we're talking about certain individuals in that space and uh, you share sometimes some videos with me in which, you know, the, uh, different individuals that influence that you find interesting and then vice versa, we do the same. Yeah. Um, tell me a little bit about that. Tell me a little bit about the people who are, you find uh, very interesting in the space of spiritual development and tell me why. And, you know, this is going to be a little bit uh, loaded because I guess we had some exchange already before about what we kind of think of it. But I want you to just forget about what you think I think. Like, I'm really interested to hear. Yeah, so, so my, my first kind of interest into this world was with Sadhguru. Okay. So right before I started, I think, so I took the, the inner engineering course. So before, before you continue into that, yeah. so like, can you tell us a little bit? Because I actually, myself, I don't even know that much about it. So can you tell us a little bit about... Sadhguru? Yeah. yeah. Who he is? What's the... Sadhguru is, is, a, is a guru from India, right? That got enlightened when he was 30-something years old. Okay. Um, went through his enlightenment process. He was like sitting by a tree for a week and went through all that. And then he, he kind of... And I, but I think with him, if I remember the stories right, he, when he was like three or four years old, he already saw kind of another dimension of people. Right, so he came to this world with some level of understanding of openness. Mm. Yeah. yeah, and then he developed them over time, did a lot of meditation and yoga and all that, been in business, was involved in many, many other things until one day he got enlightened. No, uh, don't want to cut your story off, but my second guest right after you in this series, uh, uh, Jeremy Jackson, is the, the kid from Baywatch, yeah. he, he, he said that in an interview that when, since he was a kid, he could also see these things. He described them very... Specifically, really? yeah, okay, very interesting. Yeah, so, very, yeah, very interesting. Go on, sorry. Yeah, so I guess when you develop, when when you, you know, I don't know. So the reason that I got to Sadhguru was, so I had a certain experience, right? So I got hit in the face a few times, right? Going back to my conversation, and one time I heard somebody says, you know what? Before you try to figure out the world outside of you, try to figure out the world inside of inside of me. He said that or no, somebody? No, no, no. Oh, somebody said somebody it. Does. I saw it as a quick clip somewhere. Like, and I was like, word inside of me. What do you mean? Because I didn't believe in God. For me, life was black and white. There's no spirituality. None of it. Wait, wait. But hold on. Just so one I, quick. I, I didn't start with that as a, as a young age, right? But I, it wasn't obvious. I'm going to be a little Israeli here. I'm sorry. Yeah. We're going to like talk over <laughs> you. But like, it's because I know we'll forget. So I'm sorry yeah. I'm being, uh, this is very impolite. But like, I, I will forget. Uh, it wasn't, I heard you say this before, it wasn't odd, like, it really never occurred to you that there's a world inside of you, that there's like, forget about God or religion, like, it never occurred to you that there's like a space inside that matters? None. I... I have a very hard time believing, like, none? What does that mean? I like, never, it, it wasn't, my thing is, I need to make money, mm. I need to make as much money as I can, my entire sense of self was depends on how much money I'm going to make. Uh, I thought that if I'm going to make enough money, I'm going to make the people around me happy. Uh, that's really... So that's what you mean? By like external circumstances was everything. Everything is external. Mm. Everything is external. You're, you're, yeah, black and white. That's, that's, that's how I grew up. Mm. Religion is bad. 
God is the bad idea. When you're dead, you're dead. We are done. Like there's nothing super materialistic. Got it. Okay. Yeah. And then I got slapped in the face a few times. And I'm like, okay, what's going on here? Then, and I think we talked about also the, the last time, I, I started noticing that doesn't matter how hard I work or what I do, I end up being at the same place at the end. I'm like, okay, what's happening here? I work eight hours, I work 20 hours. I work every day, every second, or I work less. I, I never really work less, but I always ending up being the same place. Even if I made a good investment and I made money here, I made another good, good investment, I went back to the same place. Mm. So I start up like, okay, what's going on here? And then there's kind of an opening of like, okay, I'm, I'm stuck in this, there's a pattern that I'm stuck in. Doesn't matter what I do, I get up, I'm getting back to the same place all the time. And they're like, okay, I need to like take a breather here for, for a second. And then I heard a sentence that I remember where or how it happened. It's like, before you try to figure out the world outside of you, try to figure out the world inside of you, inside of me. Like, okay, what it means. And then I start searching online. And then I'm start hearing some different gurus and I think the power of now. And I'm start. that's really was a brand new world for me. And then I listened to a few videos of Sadhguru, and then he talks about the inner engineering. He said, okay, you know what? I'm going to do the course of inner engineering. First day of the course, I think it's an hour a day for seven days, I think. First day, he talks for about an hour, and then there is a short meditation at the end of the video. I'm doing the hour, I'm in, I'm sitting there, and I'm, I'm doing the meditation. I felt that I flew to a different dimension. My first time that I meditate ever yeah. in my life, I feel I felt like I flew to a different dimension. It was, it was insane. Can you describe that? It's like I got I got scared at one point, but I'm I'm sitting, we're doing the breathing things. There's the mantras and stuff, and suddenly, I nobody, I'm just poof, straight up. Yeah, it was like an ex, I don't know if it's like I felt like an explosion, but I'm in a different dimension. They're like, okay, there is something here. Now, that's what we talked about before. It's experience. Yeah. So I had a very, very strong experience. Now, I came from a world that is black and white to suddenly, whoa, what just happened? Now, I didn't feel the same thing in meditation probably for the next 12 months. So it was something that kind of hit me on the first meditation. But that thing was like, okay. Wait, wait, wait. So repeat that again? You didn't... So, I didn't have the same feeling in meditation the following 12 months that I meditate again, 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 again. The fact that you even have it, had it again at all is amazing. Oh, you, no. It, yeah. Yes, I got it places. But that, that was amazing to me. Like, I didn't know. I felt like I didn't know anything about it. Again, I came from a world of black and white. I didn't really think about stuff. But so then I finished the inner engineer course and that really opened my mind into, okay, so I listened to Sadhguru. I spent a lot of many hours I flew to San Francisco. I did another course with Sadhguru. Um, oh, like in person? Yeah. It, he wasn't there, but it was an in-person course. Um, and that just took me on this journey of, um, hmm. you know, and since then, I'm like, okay, just, just give me more because I see how it works. Is he still, still alive? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So he, he's in India? He's in India. You have, you have a, a place in, um, here in the U.S. too. Oh, he's, he's reaching so many people. Mm, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I think you have now about a billion people 
that watches videos and took his courses and not Sadi Sai Baba, no, no. Oh no, no he, he died. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, no, Sadhguru is alive. He's the he's the guru that you know, drive motorcycles, helicopters, like the okay, so cool guru kind of, they call yeah. him. Kind yeah. of like Osho. It's really funny. I post, I post, I posted one of his videos, and I got so much flock. I was like, I don't care. Listen, I don't. This is not like I understand he's a cult leader. It's like it doesn't matter. It's just it was just really funny that, video. Yeah. It was such a funny video. Um, but uh, so, so in, from there, I just you know I think Doctor. Dispanza, I think, doing amazing work. Um, I read his books. Uh, Muji, a very interesting. Who's Muji? Guy. Muji also is, is another guru. He's in uh, Portugal. Mm. So his, his thing, he's really pointing you back into the self. Mm. Right? So, so it's kind of like Zochen, like. Uh, like turn the attention he back turns, on the observer. Yeah, so, right? yeah. so he's, he's doing this big gathering and the big thing for him that he's always pointing his followers back to themselves. Mm. Like after you let go of who you think you are, you let go of like who is, who is the end of the day, who is aware of everything that yeah, is happening. Yeah, the self. Yeah. What is if the self? If you let go yeah. of everything, suddenly you get to a place that there is there's really no age, no size, no attachment, just awareness. Just eternal awareness, yeah. Right. So this, when we talk about when, when you're facing a problem and all of your attention, all of your being is like, my own, my all existence is about this problem, you go back into this. Okay, just let go. Release for a second. And then you see that everything shifts. Mm. Do you think age has something to do with it? I think there's a level of, um, even in the Kabbalah, they talk about age 40, right? This is where you kind of, established human being you understand what's what yeah. you're grounded yeah you understand more. yeah you're yeah. more yeah you're mature yeah. so that you it, it's less about trying to prove things yeah it's more about understanding things for what they really are right it's creating an environment that keeps other people safe because usually people and, have kids by then yeah. yeah and and i think also by the age of 40 you're you know or doing good, bad, like you're going through cycles of life that you wake up at one point and you say, okay, it's the same none shit. of it makes me happy. It's the same shit over right? and over yeah. again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think there's awakening of like, okay, I, if, if you do good, I got a big house, I got a nice car, I got a wife, I got the kids, but something is missing. Still something so missing. So let me Even try Even if you're to, famous. Exactly. Yeah. Something is always missing because there's something in us that log, logging for that right oh, it's longing. all internal yeah, yeah, yeah. right so i think that also there's something about the age 40 right interesting you, you you see some of the guys right and so if they if they're not going inward what are they doing they're buying this red porsche they start yeah. going out to clubs they believe that if they're going to have a few more you know no that's what i was about to say that some people never reach that conclusion which is incredible to me it's like how how much of the like how much of this ride do you have to do over and over and over again to realize that there, there are tracks that you're on oh, and it's, it's, yeah. it's it's just like because, yeah because yeah. there's a lot of painful like there's a lot of painful things that you need to face to right? acknowledge that to to go inward right the reason that you're not going inward is because there's things that, that you don't want to face so let me let me ask you about what you said before about the the it's all for the good yeah there's the understanding of what's happening in our lives through experience and uh, trial and error, right? We try something, it either works or it doesn't, and then we draw some conclusions from it. 
And then there's the larger awareness of what we think that all those little experiences, what is the picture that they paint? This is kind of like the larger conclusion we reach about what we right. think is going on in the larger picture, right? Right. And I guess from there, we make statements like, I believe everything is for the good. Now, yes, you phrased it like, I believe that that's what it is. But what makes you so sure? It's not that I don't agree with you. I want to see what is, like, is there, did you ever think about that? Like what? For, for my own experience. Really for my own experience. But wouldn't it I, be bad if somebody is not reaching the conclusions that they need through the hardships that they go through? Wouldn't that be considered bad? Like, wouldn't that be, like, the bad outcome of this, which is they never learned from it? Yeah, but at the end of the road, whenever the end of the road is, right? So they're going to go through a hard experience because they're... They have an opportunity to, let's say like this, this block comes to me, okay? There, there is an opportunity for me to keep fighting this block all the time, right? I'm still in the learning process. I just didn't get to the point that I'm learning from it. I'm mm. still fighting in it. I'm still fighting for it, right? It's happened to me. I'm a victim. This is not good. And somebody's going to be like, whoa, that's here to help you. Mm. Face it. But what if they never do? If they, they, I mean, if you believe in reincarnation stuff. Oh, okay. So you're just next life. Okay. Exactly, you're gonna come back, and right there, there's experiences that we we we. Okay, if we're going into like a much broader. Picture, yeah, what's the end game? What's what's the... evol- ev- evolution? Mm. Evolution. The towards what? Evolution towards finding who we are. But what's then... the what's the logging that we have all the time? Like, who am I? What am I here to do? No, no, I agree. Who but, am I? But but then what? Like, it's like okay, let's say we all discovered who we are at the end of time. Then what? Like, okay, no so that, that's... <laughs> like, okay. I, I know, yeah. yeah. I mean, there, there's a lot of, I mean, theories, but I... Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I prefer to speak about things that I have through my own experience, experience right? right? I don't want to bring, I believe, I, I, yeah. like, I went through a certain experiences, and I know other people that went through a similar experiences, and we have the same experience, mm. right? So it's not like I'm taking, somebody said something, and I'm just repeating it. Like, then I'm not, you know. Yeah, yeah, of course. No, so, no, I agree so with that. So through my own experience, when, when I, you know, at one point, I remember I'm sitting outside in my house and I, and I been through some hard experience over like the previous years. But then I saw, I recognized how I grew from those experiences. Like there's so much learning that I got from that experience. When I went through the experience, so before I understand what I understand today, I felt like, okay, who is abusing me here? Like, what's going on? But then during the, the end part of it is like, wow, why didn't I have more hardship? Because look, look how much I grew. Now today I understand that, that you can grow through love. You don't have to grow through yeah. hardship. Perhaps I don't want to bring more hardship to me, right? Necessarily. But it's, it's all give. Because think, if everything is a mirror, it's here to show you that there's part of you that want to be released. There's parts of you that will lead you into more openness, more love. So this is something, it's interesting because you remember, well, from all the stories, the Buddha essentially claimed that what you want to strive for is what he called get out of the house. So it's not so much, I guess maybe it's the same concept, but essentially not really, it's not even a game you want to play. Like you're in, you're, in a, you're in a state in which the thing that you, I guess, call discovering who you are, he essentially attributed, um, 
he he essentially looked at it like yeah. this is something you don't you actually want to discover that this is not a game you want to play. Right. You what you actually want to get out of this game altogether. Right. So yeah. that's that too shall pass. Right. So things come, they will pass. Things come. I'm not going to react to a lot of things. Right. Well, no, no. It's more than that. It's that through that you discover that you actually want to be outside of that. It's right. not. It's not even. It's not even just ex- accepting it. It's just the first step of understanding that you want to not be attached to any of this. Right. Yeah. And why that is, that's already kind of like a, you know, the more esoteric part, but I think there's only like one place in which he mentioned anything about it, which is like whatever you want to be out there will be out there, but that's not the point. The point is you don't want to be here, which is interesting because it almost goes exactly against everything that the first teaching is saying, which is like, don't don't respond to it. it. Don't don't try and make it into a problem. But you definitely want to keep doing that to the extent that you're no longer here. So it's almost like it's almost like the ultimate kind of like well, self-conflicting I, kind of thing. You know, what I, I mean? think it's just the the kind of the the journey for it. Yeah. Right. Because no. if something happens, okay. So the the thing, if something comes and happens to me, I can fight it, okay, or I can stay and watch it happens right right not to get all attached in it right and when you watch it happen it comes and it's release itself the same thing as the pattern something come and touch one of my patterns i can fight it and push it down no it's good it's bad it's right it's wrong or i can stay come and then the pattern will come i'll feel the sensation and then it's going to release hmm. right yeah. So you get to the point. Now, I don't think we don't want to be here because the thing is, look, we have an opportunity to be here. That's what and, I'm saying. And if, if you get to a point, like share the love in a way. No, right? I, I'm with you. I'm, the, I'm just, I guess, exploring that idea through, through the conversation. I, I don't necessarily agree or disagree with it. It's just interesting because I, I happen to feel the same way, which is like, look, there are challenges in my life, but I enjoy my life because of those challenges. Yeah. Now, it might be that, that I'm attached to the challenges. That, that's, I guess, what the Buddha would say. Uh, but that's why it's such a tricky thing. Because, like, okay, what's the... I guess, I guess again, so they, in the end of the day, the yeah. analysis of it is also part of the problem. Because, so, if you, so if I'm trying to analyze it this way, it's essentially the same problem that you create for yourself when you're trying to resist something because you're trying to grab it versus right. just allowing it to unfold. So... I, 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 again, I think is feeling that, let's call it happiness or joy or ecstasy, regardless of what's happening outside, because we're generating it from inside, mm. right? So whatever happens, I understand, I'm super clear that I'm just generating my own ecstasy. I don't need things to happen to me to feel in a certain way because it's all internal. Everything else is just reflection, right? Let's get to, this, to the second part of you want to feel amazing? Just feel amazing. How do you view all of that, by the way? Yeah, yeah, no, that, that's that's a really good way of putting it because it's uh, it essentially again encapsulates the 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 functional aspect of it. It's like what matters to you is what you experience day to day. I guess in this conversation, I'm also kind of looking a little bit at the bigger picture because it's fun to explore. But yeah, at the end of the day, what matters is how you feel day to day, and that's again what you just said gets to the core of that. Feel what you want to feel. How do you view everything that's going on in the world as far as technological progress 
in relation to what we're talking about now? I think it's where we're good. I think we get him. You see, you see what we, I'm asking? Yeah, yeah, we are. I, <laughs> this is two layers. Then. One, I think that we all connected without the internet. Okay. Right? So we all connected in a certain way. We're just not aware of it because we've been living in survival mode for so many years. So we are so busy with survival all the time, right? Closing off that we are not really awaking into our different abilities that we have as, as, as human, right? You see people that are able to telepathy or channeling or, or remote viewing and all that. I don't example. see those people, but let, let's, yeah, yeah. let's, let's, say, let's okay, say they so, exist. Yeah. So I, I believe that we are connected anyway. I think the internet and all the advances in technology, it's just we creating and we bring we discovering we re we creating it externally i think at one point we'll wake up and we say okay it's all exists already internally but, but are you saying that it's pointless no, no i don't say it's pointless no if it's already something that we have but the there is okay so i also <laughs> believe <laughs> i also believe that the the uh, the universe go through shifts Right, shifting like consciousness. Yeah. yeah. So I think we're getting to the point as there need to be more awakening. Mm. Right. There's there's time for it. So part of the ways for us to advance to move further much faster is by connecting and bringing more and more people together. I think right part of you know if why there is some craziness in the world today is to shake up the world. Wait, do you think and, there was and, ever a time in which there was no craziness in the world? So let's say there's more or less, there's changes, there's different wars that happen, and then there's yeah. no... Right? I don't know if it's worse, though. That's the thing that I'm not sure about. I, th I think that it might actually be better, and people like to say that it's worse, because it makes them feel special that they have to live through those very uh, challenging times, where in reality, you can't compare what we have today to the Second World War. You can't compare it to what people went through under Genghis Khan. Right? No, no, I, I'm not comparing the, the, what they went physically... Yeah, but that, I, think I, mean, I mean, it's not just physically. I mean, watching your whole family slayed in front of you would do something to you, not just physically. You know what I mean? Okay, so take that in relation to a mom that's seeing her kids not eating today. Now, no, I'm not comparing... There was way more back then of that. Like, back in the day, there was way more starvation than today. Right, but back then, let's say... Oh, somebody just talked about it last week. Back day, they said, okay, let's say I live in a village with 400 people. And, you know, after the winter, only 200 people survived. Okay, that a great winter. Yeah, because yeah. Oh, we have, we, we, we saved half of them. Yeah, yeah. Today, a mom cannot feed... There, there are saying our... our, our not, not perspective. Our, um, the way we compare things, our perspective is changed. Yeah. But the emotional... Things that we're going through is not that different. I'm not saying Suffering it's different. I'm just not saying. I, I'm saying it's not worse. It's the, I don't think it's worse. I uh, no, I don't. I don't think it's worse. I, I just think I just look at it that we're going through like a shakeup. Yeah. Right. Well, like, I, I, well I, things need to change. I think the shakeup is because we're going through like one of those like chaotic stages between the shifts in frequency. So right. Just like just like in the you know um, what is it called? I always forget what it's called. The the plate that vibrates the same. Right. That. So I'm there's a the structure, that. and then there's higher vibration, and then there's chaos, and then there's like another uh, higher yes, structure. Right. Yes, I so I think that that's kind of like that. But I do feel that and. It, I'm exploring how you feel about that because I, I feel there's a tendency of people to imagine that uh, 
the easy thing to assume, which is like, oh, you know, social media and all that stuff. This is bad. This is kind of tearing the social fabric apart. No, we just need to learn I, how to deal with it. Okay. I don't think it's yeah. So I, no, so I don't think it. there's anybody in it. It's like it's like everything else. I, we have I, to I don't know if it's a good way to compare it, but say, okay, when we discover fire, some people got burned and some people ate something warm. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You learn cool. how to use it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So, so learn how to use it. What yeah. I think is very important now, because, and I'm saying my kids and other kids, I think emotional development becomes so much more important because the amount of information that we expose to. So think if I was a, I was a kid that grew up in a mushal, not if, I was a kid that grew up in a mushal, I was exposed to a few neighbors, right? Some animals, some things, and some the craziness of living in a farm. I wasn't exposed to too much, so much information. Today, my kids, there's information that comes through TikTok, Instagram, Google. Um, how many channels? Like I, I saw you dance on TikTok, by the way. That was amazing. I see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. When I grew up, I had two channels to choose from. Yeah. My kid, like thousands of channels, right? So I think because there's so much information, so much confusion, so much likes and dislikes, and I'm cool and I'm not cool. I think today, and not being that way, the emotional development is a very, very important part now, right? Because we send our kids to school and they learn how to, another part that they need to fit in, right? How much are you scoring? Are you getting a good grade? You don't get a good grade. Uh, they're spending a lot of time right in front of the phone or the computer, what they think about me, who is cool, who is not cool. The sense of self, how, where it's developed, where does it where does it have time to develop? And you say, okay, so it's part of, of, of being in the family, with uh -huh. the family, yeah. right? But also, everybody is so busy all the time and nobody is really paying enough attention to the emotional development of the kid and yeah. also as parents. Oh, no, I agree with that. So entirely. they both have to, I mean, so yeah. I think as folk, I, I think internet and all the development is amazing. And I think it's going to take us into a new height. We just need to make sure that we are prepared as people to deal with all that. And it has to be coupled with a much higher awareness of our internal world and how uh, we deal with that absolutely. internal world. Yeah, I fully uh, agree absolutely. with that. Zina, you're shameless. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I don't, I don't know. So somebody told me that if a dog, I, I don't know if it's true or not, somebody just told me last week that if a dog sleeps on his back in, in the house, that, that means that he feels very comfortable. Oh, she's, no. Yeah. She's, that, that, there, was never, there was never a question about that. She's, she's the sweetest thing ever. You know, huskies usually are pretty um, determined in trying to uh, outsmart you. She's a weird husky. She just doesn't care. She's just she like a, a sweetheart. She's just a sweetheart. And she just, she just wants to be loved. And that's it. <laughs> Um, no, I agree with you. I, I think that there's a, there's, a, there's a strong component to what the possibilities of the internet uh, and technologies uh, would bring for us in the potential of human development. Yeah. It's just that we have not developed the right bandwidth to be able to handle this much information at once. And part, part of it has to come from our innate abilities, like focusing on meditation and uh, about internal... Uh, emotional stability and yeah. that's how we should raise our children but also it might be the case that we actually going to have to augment ourselves with certain technologies like Neuralink to be able to absorb more information at once and actually handle it like maybe it's just too much for the way that the brain is wired at the moment yeah. that's yeah 
So that, that's all. That's that. I guess that that was my my question was more around that, which is like, do you think that I? Because I I personally don't think that everything that there is to be known is known. I think that the universe is expanding into a space of possibility possibilities that it itself cannot inspect, and that's the beauty of it. Yeah. Which is like yeah. the things that are created now, they're not things that the universe could foresee, and we're just kind of following a thread. Is that we are part of this thing that evolves into a space that it itself cannot possibly know until it happens. And that we're, we're kind of like the, in this tiny corner of the universe, we're the cutting edge of that. Yeah. And then there's like other parts of the universe. Depends called... which dimension you're looking through. Exactly. Yeah. No, but in this dimension, right? In this dimension. Okay, it unfolds so, in, in this way. Yeah. So, so, in that, so let's touch on this. You, you, you believe in all this stuff. Uh, you said that you were sent into this other dimension through a meditation experience. I don't know. Yeah, it felt. It that felt way. like yeah, 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 sure, sure. I don't really, you know. Oh no, yeah. I'm not. I'm not saying yes or no. I'm saying that was your experience. Yeah. Um, if there are, there is this, you know, hyper civilization in in the higher dimensions. Why do you think? Obviously, like, what is your assumption about this? Why do you think they're not? Just saying, hey, we're here. So I think that the, what jumped in my mind, as you said, is free will, right? So we, I think the process that we're going through and finding who we are and evolving, as we're going through it on our own with the difficulties and try to figure out and going through the process, it's a very important part of going through that process. So if somebody will come and says, it's like if reincarnation right and coming back here and re-experiencing and you as a soul choose your journey on this world why don't we just remember everything and then everybody's going to be enlightened right i've been here a thousand times i know what's going on i know what's going on up here or up here or whatever it is right so i think there is a part of going through the process on your own rediscovering yourself going through these challenges or going through changing your perspective as you go through different experiences Usually the, the people that suffer is where they're stuck in one perspective and trying to fight the world all the time. It's happening to me. I'm a victim. It's happening to me. I'm a victim, right? And then their life looks, I mean, it's just hard life. Yeah. And when you go through and you're able to kind of wake up and change your perspective and have different experiences and change your perspective again, have different experiences, I think it's important for it. It's important for us to go through that process. I think it's important for evolution, right? The the world is not just creating the perfect animal, right? There's something and then, okay, how it's on uh, summer and winter and food and no food and it gets stronger and better and more evolved. I think that is what we're going through. So this awakening is the same thing that I can talk about things that I believe or I read or I can talk about things that I experience. No, but I'm asking more like, so first of all, yeah, I agree that that's a rational way of thinking about it. I guess I'm asking like, what will be the, like, how does that, if all of a sudden we discover there's aliens that are constantly here, they're just in some parallel dimension. Yeah. How would this damage our trajectory through the space of development and understanding? Like, why would it take something away? If we just discover that that's also true, they're probably going through the same thing. Oh, huh? right. So I, I see it more of a... If, if so you see it more as like they're angels? They're not, a, they're not aliens? Oh, no, no. I, this can be aliens as well. I, I, 
I don't know if they, what type of information they will share. You know what? I'm not sure. No, just the fact that yeah, they're yeah, there. I'm not sure. It's like, for, okay, forget, we forget got... About, forget about t them telling for, us how to build spaceships. Yeah, just to see that they're here. Just to, to, to know that they're there. I, I think it's going to be awesome. <laughs> I would love it to happen. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know if a lot of people are ready for it. I, 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 yeah. I don't know. It's like, I, I think there was an article or something that says there was somewhere that there's a village of aliens or something, right? In the... In the Where? Uh, no, you got to tell me more about no, that. No, I don't know here anything in the about U.S., that. who talked to me about it? That is an a article. A village of aliens? Some, there was something with aliens in one of the states in the United States. So the, one of the states or is populated by aliens? No, no, no. There is, there is an area. This. Is yeah. it Washington, D.C.? No, no. <laughs> right? <laughs> There's a very interesting story about how they built Washington, D.C. I would also, love to hear about yeah. that. Yeah. Again, I don't know if it's true or not, but this is a story that is saying. Sure. So there was a few times... So I spoke with somebody that, in, that kind of involved in that space a little bit. And he said that every time that we publish something about aliens or interaction, that's supposed to bring like a huge wave of like what's going on here, what's happening, what that. And, but most people respond is like, oh, no, no, it's, it's, it's not real. Yeah, but it's not, it might not be not because they're not ready. Some of them maybe, but it might be because so far all the evidence is very, very flimsy. And because of it, you're already kind of sick of that article coming out. Because you're like, yeah, heard it before. Okay. You know what I mean? So it's like, it might be that. It's like, uh, Bob Lazar comes up with this crazy story for like maybe a decade. It's like, you know, like the uh, the world is going through this crazy thing with like, yeah. yes, no, yes, no. His life was almost destroyed, right? So nothing good came out of that. Um, but then again, w this is not the same as like knowing, knowing. Because this is one guy saying a thing, no matter how convincing it is. So right? what is knowing, knowing? Knowing, knowing is like straight like we, up everybody going out yeah, downstairs, everybody we walk can down see the street, it. everybody we'll, can see it. We'll see an alien. Yeah. We'll make a video of it, right? Yeah. We'll make a video. Yeah. We'll post it up on Facebook. Yeah. This is guys, we just saw an Nobody alien. Nobody will care on Facebook. <laughs> it's like on YouTube. Wherever on yeah. YouTube, we put it on YouTube. Yeah. That's what I'm asking. Most people will probably like this, the same thing. Ah, okay. It's probably the, the photoshopping me. So how do you go to a place? Real. So if it's true, let's say it is true. How do you get to a place? Like what would convince the world? What process do you see the world has to go through? Like it has to go through like scientific process in which serious scientists take it and like trying to like reconstruct the conditions under which we saw that thing. And then we can do it constantly. You don't think that that would shift something for people, even for the most? I think it's been. I think it's shifting already, mm. but just very, very slow for the people that are interested and are open for it. And right, there's a lot of shows that talks about aliens. There's articles. There's I think aliens should just show up on Joe Rogan, and that would be the end. That should do it. <laughs> it's just like it I think that's also the interview that he awaits the most I think. Look, I think i think a lot of people are still very much in survival right they, they worry yeah. about like okay i need to pay rent i need to make money i need to do that like this is i can barely deal with my day to day yes yes i, I think you're right I can about barely that. deal with my kids i can barely deal with my work i hate my life now you want me to think about aliens yeah like, well, oh man. that's and let me just let me just make enough money so i don't need to yeah you know? yeah, yeah yeah of course no so i, I, I see your point part of yeah. the reason maybe right? well that's a good that's actually a really good reason it's a very pragmatic reason that's I, why i think a lot of people are just not ready for it like okay aliens or what i'm gonna wear today when i go out to dinner and eh, i'm gonna think about what i'm gonna wear today 
Yeah, well, yeah, some people disagree with you, but I, they don't care about what they wear at all. But they think about aliens all day. Usually it comes together, actually, is one thing. So I, I, so I think it's already happening. Okay. I think so it's but, just happening. So depending on what is your actual circum, what, what your actual circumstances are. How, how aware are you? Yeah, how aware are you? Like, what? What, like even the thing that we talk about, right? We're saying, okay, if you want to change your life, open your heart, meditate, right? Start opening your kind of your view when something bad happened, right? How many people are talking about it today? There's more and more though. More, there's gurus and, and, and scientists and, and I mean, youth schools today doing tons of research about mystical experience and all that. Yeah, that's true. And still most of the people, oh, leave me alone. This is nonsense. Interesting. You see, but... I, yeah. So you go to alien, but doing but, simple but things that, that will completely yeah. evolve... No, I, that, that's a really good point. Right? I think it. So what, I think that's the reason. What, what's the story with Washington? Okay, so story, I saw it on TV and I think I read it also in a book. So it's saying that the founding father had those alien or something showed up and told them exactly, like put a plan of how to build Washington, D.C. D.C. And like structure-wise? Structure-wise. So it's also going to be another portal for them. Yeah. So, okay. So this is one yeah. of those like crazy... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Don't know if it's true. <laughs> just, we just stopped lost. <laughs> I'm sharing this story. Okay. Yeah. So um, w- you wanted to touch on this subject of like changing lower vibration to higher vibration. Right. And, yeah. this, and this is something that on the face of it sounds very trite. It's almost like... Okay, dude, like we heard it a million times before. What specifically about that concept that you want to outline that it, you feel that is different? So what? So we've been playing with it now for some time. We it's, as in? We, there's a few people that I, that I work with. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. And when you identify, and there's also a company in Israel that... Changes your vibration? Changes your vibration. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, now that's a right. service. <laughs> they... They also, and I think they're doing pretty good in Israel, and I think they have a lot of great case studies that people are able to ship their vibration out. The idea behind it, if you find your low vibration, for example, I'm not good enough, right? I'm not good oh, enough. Oh, so you mean, that's what I was about to ask. What do you mean yeah, by that? Yeah, so I'll explain that. I think, so I'm not good enough, right? Or certain things will never happen to me, mm. right? Like it's a lower vibration, right? I'm not good enough is a lower vibration always going to play in my life? Whatever it's going to be. It's always things going to come out that to show me that I'm not good enough or for me to keep proving that I'm good enough, right? So a lower vibration going to keep creating a certain reality. A better vibration will be, for example, I'm amazing, right? So when you identify the lower vibration and you feel you connect to it, you, you really understand that this is a low vibration. There's a way to get to it. Okay, it's recording. Sorry. <laughs> and you get, so there is a way to get to it. And then when you get the, the higher vibration, I'm amazing, right? I deserve everything, whatever it is. When you know the lower and you understand the higher vibration that you want to bring in, in a certain part when your body feels, when you're in excitement, you can start pulling in the higher vibration. So using the good state to... So in a way, right, the way the company in Israel explained it is when you have the lower vibration, the high vibration, you're really creating a portal inside of you because you have two mixed vibrations. 
So, so think you, about you through, mean like a through well, chakra system in a way, right? Suddenly you create this need to take something out because you recognize that it's low, and then you're pulling something new in. So it creates this a dynamic. Yeah, that's the way the company in Israel. But what is the company? Explain to me for a second. Like so what? the company called, I forgot the company's name. Um, so one of the founder realized that system. I mean, the story that she tells is her brother passed away and then he showed up in her life a few months after kind of sharing with her uh, how the universe work, right? Yeah, yeah. I was about to, how do you build a company around chakras, especially in Israel where nobody... No, no, so they now yeah. have an amazing case studies of people really changing their life, recognize the lower vibration and pulling in a higher vibration. Okay. Now, this is what the company in Israel is doing. I've been kind of collaborating with a few people here and finding a way through the story that you tell and analyzing your story with you, easily finding the lower vibration that you hold. It's kind of... Your journey needs to transcend, transcend that lesson, that lower vibration. And once you find it, there's a lot of feelings that we come up. And then it says, okay, that's the newer vibration that, that you need to pull in. Okay, I something... definitely need that because I'm running out of mugs. <laughs> that's, that's the thing. <laughs> that's amazing. So I've been playing with, with it with a few other people in the past now six, seven, eight months. And the way it works is amazing. Okay, so explain that. You act, that's what you need a way to figure out your lower vibration. Well, yeah, but that's isn't that what the system supposed to help you to do? Like, right? Like so, figure out. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that's something that we are exploring. <laughs> like, uh, I'm broke. Well, all you need to do no, is no. to make more money. So, for example, <laughs> let, let's use an example. Let's say your goal now is to have a brand new system. <laughs> your goal now is to, let's say, start making tons of money out of podcasts. Let's say that's your goal. Let's say. Right? Okay. Today, you are not making it. Right. Right? So now there is what there is today and where you want to be. Right. The only thing that holds you from where you are to where you want to be is your lower vibration. So now we think, okay, let's figure out what is it here that create the space from where you want to be to where you are. Okay. And now you're saying, okay, so my lower vibration is, I will call it, it's not working. I'm not making money. Oh, no, no, I'm just making up stuff. We don't need to get now. No, 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 I'm, I'm, not, I'm not thinking like specifics. I'm not responding to yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. I, I guess what I'm saying, I'm, I'm thinking more in like terms of like, well, continue with this and I'll tell you what yeah. I think about it. Okay. So let's say today I'm not making money. Nothing is working for me. Okay. Okay, your goal is to go there. Right. We, figure, we need to figure out what's stopping you in the middle. Whatever's okay. stopping you is the lower vibration. So we take in, and then I'm, then I'm going to ask you, okay, tell me a story. Whatever you want. About this? Yeah. Like Don't need to tell me a story now. No, no, I understand. So. Usually the story that you're going to tell me, in that story, the hints to, of there what is it... the hints of the lower vibration. Okay. And once I find a few hints of the lower vibration, then we're we playing it like more an association game. Okay, that word, what do you think about this word, what do you think about? And then when we're going to be done with that, we're going to find what you hold is a low vibration. I don't deserve it. I'm not good enough. Uh, people just don't want to come to me. There is something that you hold because otherwise there's no reason for you not to be where you want to be beside your belief system, beside your vibration. Okay. Right? Yeah. And so this is how we find the low vibration. It's more association, thought process, 
right? Seeing the story that, that you tell. Okay. Because it's all going to come up. You're going to keep telling stories to hide the low vib vibration. But through your stories, I'm going to be able to see what is it that you are hiding. It's the same thing if you go to the pattern. Intimacy is bad. I'm never going to come and tell people. I'm not, I'm not going to be facing the idea that, that I'm holding a pattern. Intimacy is bad. I'm going to tell stories. Oh, she's not good enough. She's not pretty enough. She lives too far. She right? doesn't brush her teeth. <laughs> if I'm going to take all that and say, okay, we know that this is just a story that you're telling. What is in the bottom of that story? What really is the pattern that you're hiding and you keep telling these different stories? So, for example, from a perspective of me specifically, which is, you know, it's easy for me to talk from my perspective. I, like, obviously I have my story, but I know for a fact that, you know, karma is, the definition of it is that that's your own doing. I'm aware of that. So, like, there's, a, there's things that work in my life, there's the things that work less in my life. The things that don't work as well in my life, I don't necessarily, like, I don't necessarily... Like, I'm not even concerned about it because I feel I'm in the right trajectory. But wouldn't you say that even when you're doing the right thing, it's a matter of, like, there's a certain hiatus? There's a certain amount of time that needs to take for the thing to unfold? Or you're saying, when you eliminate the negative vibration overnight, it's just like, boom. Change is happening so fast. Okay. So fast. The so, idea, we should, so, we should, so we should play with that. because the, I, the idea of how long things need to take, when you use your, your logic mind is only thinking based on the past. But also based so on all keep... the information I see from the world. Nothing becomes huge overnight. Usually it becomes a huge overnight after it was already building for many, 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 many years. Depends what huge is, right? Depends what huge is. Self-sustained, self-sustainable. Uh... I know that I know people that build huge businesses in three to five years, and I know people that work for 40 three years. Three to five years? Oh, okay. So... Okay, but they saw success pretty fast. But three to five years is a long time. Okay, again, compared to what you're comparing it to. All I'm saying is that it should be a certain period of time. That's all. There's like, there's, in this world, and again, I understand what you're saying. You're yeah. saying, well, that's how you decide to define it. So I guess what I'm trying to probe, are you saying that when we all come to this conclusion that that's how things work, it's possible for things to manifest overnight? Yeah. Even giant things? Not... Okay. Yeah, yeah, I believe that uh, okay. things start right. to... Just, just so I'm clear on for what my you're own, saying. For my own experience and other people that played with it, for example, I'm, I'm trying to find, you know, the love of my life, for example. I've been trying to find somebody to, to be with. For the past 20 years, I didn't find anybody. Now there's a good chance that she was right there all the time. You just weren't open Looking, for it. Looking, yeah. You're going through the process of changing your vibration. Suddenly, two days after, oh, wow. You've been around all the time. Yeah. So now it's just being I'm able ready. to see it. But how do, uh, how do we talk about this in practical terms so people can digest and use some of this? The, the, the thing is, if you try to... That, that's one of the, the limitations is we're trying to use our logic mind too much when it comes to these kind of things. The logic mind only can predict the future based on what he already knows. When we start bringing new ideas in, not through the logic mind, then the shift is much, much bigger, mm. right? If it was very hard for me to make money and it took me 10 years to make money, right? Now the logic, the, the logic mind says, okay, it took you 10 years, now you're going to do better, so let's make it in five years. Why not in one month? Why not something else would happen? Well, the, I would I, say that the process that your brain went through 
of understanding the structure required to make it happen in one month, that's part of the time that it took it to build up. Through the so, logic mind. But, but there's, okay, so there's, let's go to the core of it, right? Yeah. Just to play devil's advocate. The core of it is that there's a certain, you live in a physical reality and you happen to in, 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 encompass this state that is not physical, which is like your informational pattern, whatever it is. Even there, there's the limitations of, like, it can't fast, happen faster than the speed of light, right? Because this kind of, there's like a physical limitation on that. So there has to be some, I'm, I'm trying to see if there's like, does, are you saying throw all the rules out the window? Or are you saying, well, it can... Throw, all, throw your logic mind out of the window. Yes, this is what I'm saying. Okay. Throw your logic mind out of the window. Okay. When you are lost in your logic mind, you're wasting time and energy. Your logic mind for us to use is, okay, we, we, are, we are communicating now, right? So right. putting words together. Um, we're Trying back to say an forth. idea, right. We're using, we're using words. We need a logic mind. But if we want to create something new, we cannot do it through our logic mind. You know, some people say, I wish that all, all your goals will never happen because they are very limited because you're only creating goals based on your past experience. No, 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 I see, I see that. <laughs> um, you know, so throw the logic mind out of the window. I'm not saying now ignore everything. I, I say, let's, there is, there's a level of faith here. It's no, I'm for open me to, to it. Talk. I'm yeah. just trying to understand the actual thing you're saying to me. Actual, create... I think if I have a good example to, to give you. No. It's too personal with other people. This way I cannot share it. Ah. But th that, that's why. Uh, but you saw transformations that happened. I saw amazing things that happened. Okay. Well, amazing things that You don't have to mention for, the person. For, just, for example, just, say, just say general things. For, for example, of... here we have, I have a friend of mine that he had a lot of issues in his house. Right? A lot of back and forth with his kids, with his wife and all that. And... And when I talked to him about it, I was like, okay, let's get to the bottom of it for a second. What's happening? Because it's not just happening. So what we realized that there's a lot of judgment. A lot of judgment. His wife's supposed to behave in a certain way. He's expecting his kids to be in a certain way. It does need to be that in a certain way. And I said, okay, let's do something. Replace the judgment now that you're aware of it with being super proud. Don't use your lo lo logic mind. Just feel proud. Feel proud. See your kids is the... See your kids as divine being that they are in front of you. Forget about if you believe in it or not believing it. Put all the logic mind aside. Let's go crazy for a second. Just feel super proud. Now, don't tell them anything. Don't say anything. Don't say I'm proud of you. Just feel that feeling. Feel that feeling. A few days after he calls me, told me, Dan, you don't understand. Everything in my house is so much smoother. Everybody suddenly, there is this. He told me for, you know, for how long we've been kind of fighting and on top of each other and there's all this mess that happening but but the only thing that he did he took out the low the the lower vibration and brought in a higher vibe vibration and and one of the thing is you don't just do it once especially in the beginning like every for five seconds feel this proud okay let it go 20 minutes an hour after feel proud let it go mm. It's your, 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 what you're vibrating. So you're saying that it happens not just with people, though. You're saying that literally the world will. People kind of around to... you will start shifting into it. Mm. This how, is this how crazy it is. No, that's kind of obvious. But I, I mean, I'm talking about like the world, kind of like the opportunities that come your way. So, for example, 
Well, I guess I'm trying to think like from my You're person. more open. Look, there, there is a good chance. There is a good chance that there is huge opportunities knocking on your door all the time. But you're too busy changing batteries, yeah. Yeah, for yeah, example. Yeah. yeah. Right? So your mind no, no, it's is very in a possible. way of like, okay, I always need to worry. But okay, somebody's knocking on the door. Like, hey, hey, we have great, great things to bring to you. But you keep looking at the batteries all the time. Yeah. So, so from... Yeah, no, so I'm trying to, I'm completely open to it. I'm trying to like, because I, again, I want to always bring out the practical things out of these conversations. So I have, I have to use what you're saying and apply it to me and to think what can be. So maybe it's interesting. It might actually be worry. Just, even yeah. if you doesn't sit completely with your logic mind, just do it. No, it does. Right. I, I'm uh, trying it does, to, okay. I'm, I'm trying to isolate the component in me to see yeah. if, if I can like say, hey, here, I tried this thing look how it works right yeah so like maybe for me it can be like like yeah i'm always like i overburden myself with things going correctly when thing and and it matters well in the end it matters because if i don't then things won't go as well at least in the physical space of like making a little production or something right so if maybe the one of the ways to test what you're saying is that what if i just swap the that lower vibration with like hey it will happen exactly how it needs to happen and I will know what I need to do when I need so, to do it. One of the things that I'm hearing from you is for that to work, it needs to be perfect. Not perfect, but you have to pay attention <laughs> to a certain degree. <laughs> Whatever you call it. Well, oh, okay. well, there's a difference there. I'm not trying to make it perfect, but I did notice that when I don't pay enough attention, there's a certain amount of attention that you have to pay for it to actually work. Right. Okay. And I think that is true overall in general. I think there's the if you don't pay attention, it's just chaos, right? So I, maybe the degree to which I'm I'm insisting of paying attention is maybe one of those like lower vibrations because it doesn't it doesn't make me feel good. Like it makes me feel like in the beginning it took me a very long time to get to a place in which uh, I'm comfortable. I'm just sitting here and having a comfortable conversation, which I am now much better at. But in the beginning, I was a, a nervous wreck because. I had to make sure that everything is correct, but also, you know, like now I don't let that influence. Now I go and I would check the thing. By the way, if I don't do it, it does reset. So like it won't work, <laughs> but, but, uh, but I, 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 it doesn't hijack me emotionally anymore. Like I check and I'm back here and I'm fully with you and I'm, and I feel very comfortable. But that was one of the things that I had to shift in order for this to be more of like a, an enjoyable experience for me, which in the end also influences how the conversation looks. Because if I'm, too preoccupied with thinking about that that I'm not truly fully not listening really to. Here, not present, yeah, and right. then it's it's a very different dynamic. The right. other person probably notices it consciously or unconsciously, and it, right. and then the ball rolls. Right? right, that's kind of the thing. Yeah. So that would be one of those things. But I'm trying to th- I'm trying to take it further. If we're putting a claim on the table that this thing you've seen those shifts, I'm fully open to it. And what's more, I would love to bring this nuke of of wisdom into the world and say, hey, this is what works. Because what's better than than having other people use information that you found that is helpful for them. That's amazing, right? Uh, yeah. So so I guess in that regard I'm trying to like I'm trying to make a prediction, release my logical mind like you're saying, and just say, hey, what do I need to change about my perception of the situation? Because it starts with the small things and the changing the batteries I guess is also a metaphor to how you do bigger things, which is like maybe you're too busy with like you know, figuring out this or that and a lot of opportunities flow away because you're not paying attention to the larger picture that is right in front of you. That might be one of those things. Right, 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 right. right. But, but how do you place, how do you place 
uh, the endeavor of honing skill or, you know, the, uh, forget, somebody mentioned this book, something, seven books, rules for life, something, I don't remember, I, yeah. I got to look it up. But basically one of the rules he mentioned there is that it's called uh, um, sharpening your saw, which yeah. is like one of those things where, hey, you can go and try and like right now, try and like, you know, break the wood as much as you want or like try and saw it. But if you didn't take the time to sharpen your saw, you won't have to work that hard. But there's a period in which right. you have to take the time right. and you have to sharpen your saw. Right. To so, build the tools, right? right? So, so let's put them both together. So let's say I feel that I don't deserve to make money, for example, right? Okay. I, I don't deserve it. It's the, so when you feel that you don't deserve something, you're not going to have the focus and the ability to really go after something specific, what you're going to end up doing is playing around everywhere, right? Yeah. Because you're going to self-sabotage yourself. So you're going to get, for example, maybe a little bit of this skill, maybe a little bit of this skill, maybe a little bit of, of another skill, right? Because somewhere inside of you, I don't deserve it. So you're going to keep stopping yourself from reaching that success. Mm. Now, if you change the vibration from I don't deserve it to everything just should come to me or whatever it is, right? We need to think about what is the higher vibration. Then you're going to say, okay, this is my passion. This is what I'm going to do. And this is the skills that I'm going to start developing because it's going to be very clear to you. The way you're going to approach things is not going to be very trying. It's going to be, I know I'm going to make it work. I know maybe I'm going to go through some up and downs. I need to learn. I need to evolve in my own business, but I'm going to go after it where no, so I for sure. And I'll develop those skills. No, for example, with me specifically, again, I can only speak for myself with certainty. I already feel that I am at that stage. I know what I want. I know why I'm acquiring the skills that I'm acquiring. And they are slowly building into something. So I know I'm going to start applying them in a very coherent way that will bring me to a certain place. Uh, but I guess I, I'm still struggling with the idea that somehow it's possible that if you truly let go enough, it will happen immediately. I guess that's the part that I'm having trouble with. Like it sounds, it sounds too good to be true. It sounds, it sounds, and again, I understand that the, it's very convenient that the response from the other side will always be, well, then that's your definition of reality. But okay, but you know what I mean? Like it's let, okay. Do you believe that to some degree the, the universe guides you yeah absolutely and right absolutely so some of it is maybe your mind saying for me if that should happen tomorrow it needs to look like a million dollar for example but maybe the thing that's supposed to happen tomorrow is going to, you you're going to meet somebody that you build a great relationship that it's going to get you somewhere even further yeah right so we don't know but if we are not in the right, if we are not in the right vibration, there's She's a good chance. She's definitely in the right vibration. Yeah, there's a good chance that this person will show up and knock on your door a thousand times, but you're not going to open the door. Ah, I see. You see what I mean? So our logic mind puts so many, too many expectations. It should be that way if it's success. Let's say today, even in the world, it's a big thing. Everybody's success is if you make at least a billion dollar. I'm just, I'm exaggerating. No, no, now, no, but but right. I'm hearing some kid. I want to be successful. I want to make a million yeah. dollars. What about having a fulfilled life? What about happiness? What about going through a journey? 
No. For, you so, see, so so the same the same time, sometimes our own mind saying, if my success doesn't look like a million dollar, it's not a success. And mm. then you block everything on the way. I don't think I'm defini- defining it that narrowly. So like, I understand you talking generally, but I have to keep taking it to something specific if I want to like have like a real uh, understanding of the thing. So, so for example, you success, okay, with you specifically, yeah. what, we, what we can do after we're done, sure. we can actually... I can actually map it for you. Great, let's do it. Yeah, and then show you what because, is a lot because, of because I'm very open. You're, you're a perfect example of that. You're one of those people that walked into my life very randomly, but I knew right away that there's like an enormous amount that I can learn from you and from your experience. And also I know, yeah, baby, what can I help you with? What can I learn from you? Uh, and But I also knew at the same time that uh, it is a, perfect situation because i knew i also had something to give it's like i knew there was it was a it was like a uh, an honest exchange so that was like a perfect a relationship set, a, re, a real relationship <laughs> right and 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 uh, and i and uh and and then there's the and then there's the part always the part that the part that we struggle with is always the part that is obviously by definition the hardest one for us to see because if we would be seeing it this would not be the part we're struggling with right so we see it in other people very easily. And especially in retrospect, it's, very, it's much easier to see what was wrong. But I want to put... I, I, I want to try and run this experiment the other way around. Which is not to have that 10 years down the line when I'm you know, really successful at what I do. And I look back and I say, hey, that's how I did it. This is how you can do it too. I want to run it more like a scientific experiment. In which I'm like, okay, received all the information... Let's try and apply, and I want to do it in a way that is visible for everybody to see if I fail, so I know that it has like a real, like a realness there. You right. know what I mean? Right. Okay. So it's like, okay. Okay, so we'll do, yeah, we'll do yeah. it, and you can experiment. There yeah. is another side of it. It's not that or that. Just there's another side of it. When you're here and you want to be here, there's something missing. Okay. Right? There's something missing. Well, there's something that is not that that prevents you from being there. Like, that's what you mean, like yeah, 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 no, no. But you're, you're. Do you remember when we talked about earlier the Buddha and spirituality and all right, that? Right. It says create the feeling that you want to feel. Like if you're, let me ask again. It's, it's not, that not that easy that. to do. It's not that it's or like, that. But let yeah, me ask you. If you were happy all day, there was something that you will want to get, or you will just be happy. Yeah, you just be happy. You just be happy. Right. The thing that you want to get disappears because I'm happy. What do you mean? Let's say we are having now a great time. We're laughing. We're so happy. And somebody says, oh, Idan, you need to go and do something. Like, no, 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 no. I'm happy. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. This is another part of bringing a higher vibration. It fills you up. Right? You create this, hap- this happiness, this fulfillment from within. Right. Right? right. So that's another part of... because. The reason that you want to go from here to here because you believe, like all of us, we believe that once we're going to get here, it's going to be, we're going to feel something more fulfilled or whatever it is. Switching between vibration also will give you that feeling of more fulfilled, mm. right? So you're not, cha- you're not chasing, chasing because you're fulfilled. No, like but we're I... replacing a feeling that gets us to... Right, so so one of, one of my biggest problems with this is that I do feel, and I might be wrong about that, but I do feel that I am. Like I feel very fulfilled. I, I'm, I you know, I, I have a relationship with the love of my life. 
we have a beautiful dog. Like, I do what I love. I don't really, like, it, to, sometimes to my own detriment, but, like, I never do something I don't want. Like, I, I would never take a job just because it pays. Like, it's just not... And it, it's not like I'm so set financially, but I just don't do that. It's not something that is any more in my programming. I actually had this, like, I, I, I small tangent. I have a good friend who's also in the space of like production and editing and stuff. And one time we were, he gave me a ride to go somewhere. And then I, I, I took my stuff and I had to get out. And he's like, oh, by the way, uh, you know, there's this guy who, if you want, we can like set it up so you can like do a, like, uh, um, what is it? Oh, like a regular basis like thing. I'm like, sure, but as long as it's clear that I can always also not do it. And it's like, well, you know, no, it's not part of it. You have to, like, be committed to, like, a year. I'm like, then, then I'm out. I was like, yeah. what are you, crazy? Like, why, why would you, like, because I never want to be, I, I, I turned to him and I said, that's a decision that I made. And I know that I made it. I don't work for anybody, period. Not because of the ego, but because it's, it's not what I have my own plans. And I want to make sure that anybody who I work with, they understand that we work together. This is something we're, we're doing here. I'm not working for them. Because they're not dictating what I can or cannot decide. And that's very important for me because I knew that for my creative space, that's required right. for to get to the next thing. It's not, it wasn't like an ego thing. So I know for a fact that I already made those changes in my brain. And that, but I, I still see that, hey, like the real world, like it still knocks on your door. You still have to handle, like you said, you don't walk into the company and just tell everybody to feel good. There are things that need to happen throughout the day for the company to keep operating and growing and there are things that must be in place for things also not to go crazy wrong there's like there are maybe you already said them in place a long time ago but those are real things that must happen a certain way or at least in the ballpark of certain ways right yeah so that's what i mean like there's there has to still be some structure and I don't feel I mean, like that's an imposition that I'm putting on the idea. It's no, like, no, no. I don't think you put an imposition. Yeah, we still live here. We still yeah. like we still deal with physical uh, yeah. stuff. Yeah, but there's just another. But, but, but the deeper, but the deeper point you're making, I take it fully. Which is like, in the end of the day, you you have the ramifications and the and the um, the limitations of whatever the world dictates. But beyond that, a lot of the limitations are self-imposed. A lot of the limitations that we go through, they're actually actually created by us, is what you're saying. If if you if you get to the mindset that you are responsible to 100% of your life, it's you are responsible to 100% of your life. Yeah, yeah. That that's how I see it. I see that I I'm responsible to 100% of my life. That's this just another part of it, right? If you just look at the at the physical dim, dim, dimension, right? I want to move the glass from here to here. This is this is where it starts, this is where it ends. I, from my experience, there is, there is another part that happened outside of here. Which is? That the vibration happened and then the glass moved from here to here. And when we tend to look at the world as just physical, right? Wait, what, how does the vibration go into it? No, I don't understand. No, no. So the way I, how can I explain it? No, just I just understand the part of the vibration. Why is this layer. vibration involved? Like the thought was the vibration that moved it? Yeah, the, 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 the thing that happened in the background. Like in your subconscious? In subconscious. So, okay. Yeah, whatever, yeah. No, no, I'm trying to understand. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so you're saying that this is equivalent. 
So, oh, some, so some people leave just as, okay, no, it's only a glass and I just move it to here, to here, and that's it. And the wall is happening to me, and right? I have not so much control over the wall. This is where their perception of the wall starts and ends. So it's very similar, I feel like, to the, I feel like there's, it's very similar to the idea that I had uh, of like the difference between moving the mug with your hand. I think we talked about this. And then, and then going to the supermarket, which is a little further because you have to like visualize it and visualize what you want and want it enough to get up and go. And then there's the Elon Musk getting to Mars, which is like way further, but it's essentially the same thing. Like you moving your hand, but it just takes way more commitment and focus and also belief, because there's, this almost requires no belief. I mean, maybe somebody has some brain damage that prevents them from yeah. believing they can yeah. do this. Yeah. But, but this requires almost no belief, right? Yeah. So it's a very small act, but essentially it's the same thing. The things we influence, like our hand, it's the same way we influence our own body to get up and go and get into the car and drive to the supermarket. And it's the same way that Elon Musk is creating a giant organization that, and it keeps it together, like working on the same moving the hand all the way to Mars, essentially. That's kind of like the... And, and I feel like that's yeah. similar. To so when, when I saw years ago, when I used to see the world is black and white, right? I get up, I go to work, I'll make money, people are going to be happy. Okay, and then so, suddenly, so all right and then there. Suddenly, so money happy. Money go, happy. Yeah, exa- exactly. And suddenly, exactly. Everything is external. And then suddenly there's a door open up. It's like, oh, okay, there's another dimension here. Another thing that operates. Another thing that operates here. Interesting. Things that happen here will influence that. So the thing is, do we bring both of them together or we live in a reality that, okay, we get up in the morning, we do the work, we make money, hopefully we can pay rent. That's really where it ends. Yeah. And suddenly there's another window, mm. right? For me, that window is what changed all the play in the physical because I lived in very black and white black and white reality. I see. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay. So I think that things that really starts here, if you're not aware that it starts here, you are always the, the effect, right? You're always the end result. So where it starts. So for me, it starts there. It doesn't start here. I see. What's happened in the physical world is already a result of what happened in this dimension. And we try to fix it here. I say, don't fix it here, fix it there. And it, it's the course, it's, it's the source, it's the core. Exactly. So, you, so I think it's safe to assume that you believe that if you wouldn't had that awakening back then, like truly, you wouldn't, your business would not be this successful today. No, 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 no. No way? No, no. No way that it would just keep unfolding Again, over time? I don't know, but I know my mindset then, no way. Because you wouldn't be able to operate on this level and just... Operate on this level, the openness, to write, to hire people that are better than me, give the freedom, mm. be... I mean, even with my relationship with my wife, if I... Wow. I see. <laughs> I cannot even think about it. And I, and I see people that I know for many, many years, and they're still stuck in that mindset, and they go through the same challenges every day. So let me, uh, let me ask you the, the, the low-hanging fruit here. Yeah. Uh, with all this vibration stuff, how do you view COVID being part of this thing? I know you recently yourself got COVID and you said you got it pretty bad. Yeah, I think it's, it's a shift. It's something that uh, because we are, because we need to shift faster as humanity, I think COVID, come, COVID came to kind of give us a slap in, in a certain direction. Mm. 
right? The way we communicate to ourselves, the way we interact, the way we think, the way we, we exist. I think it's nothing to get like we needed something to shake us up. Did getting COVID change anything in your perception of what it is? Or it was pretty no, much... No, I never... For, for me, I was never busy if COVID is real or not real or it's conspiracy or not. I, I just... It's a waste of energy to go... Like, I'm, I'm never going to... I'm just going to go in loops. So I never thought about it that way. I knew that people get sick, they're getting sick, right? Mm. So... Oh, well I, well, I guess maybe... That, well, that's one way of taking that question and I, and I take it. But, like, I guess I'm asking more... Well, how was your experience of it? Like, because you said you got it. So pretty... for me, it was very interesting because it happened the end of the year. And um, I think what I took from it, because of the experience of COVID and then the new year and everything, I had about a month that I stopped doing what I usually do, right? So I wake up in the morning, I have like a workout and green juice and meditation and I write and read and, you know, work and all that. Uh, but suddenly I had, I had almost a month where, without doing anything any of it i didn't even read one book wow. because i read all the time i usually you know research and 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 you know watch videos about you know if it's spirituality or vibration or all the, this world but i had one month not doing anything so it's in a way for me i said okay i think it was time for me just kind of to push a reset just even that i have let's say we'll call it good habits it was also maybe just became habits as well. Mm. So I took that one month of like, okay, maybe I, even though everything was, I'll call it healthy habits, maybe that need to be reset as well. Kind and of step back. What do you mean? Like, why would you want to reset healthy habits? Because when something become a habit, right? We don't want to live life through a complex compulsion. No. Oh, oh! You mean like uh, you don't you don't want to be I just need to be on, aware, right? Yeah, if, you don't want to be on automatic mode. Exactly. But some things you do want on automatic. Mode. I know, but I, I, again, yeah. you asked me my kind of my takeaway from my experience was, okay, maybe I needed it. But why? I'm trying to understand. Why did I? It made me. First of all, it helped me even chill more. Mm. Right? Mm. So I got to the point of, uh, not that I'm not chill usually, but the suddenly I was okay with there's nothing to do. Mm. Just, you just do nothing. Just be okay with doing nothing. Interesting. Because doing nothing, it's also... Something. Some, yeah, it's like just do nothing. So how do you handle it? And I, and, I, and I just, I said, okay, maybe that's exactly what I need to take from it. Just do nothing. Just relax. Mm. So that was your experience of it. Yeah, don't try to learn something new. Just be here, you know. You that, suffer a little bit. You suffer. You've been cold. You've been hot. You have fever. You have that, right? So I went through it, but with, okay, maybe that's kind of finishing my. Uh, would you? Would the, you? The funny part, if we add it into the mix in numerology, you go through different years, right? So. This year number five of change, six is something else, family maybe. Year seven is usually year of the year of um, just re- reflection. Why seven? Why seven? Uh, I don't know. If they, I don't know exactly why seven. No, no. Wh- why is this number seven? Oh, because the way to calculate the the birthday with the year that you were born, and then there is some math that you do on top of it. So I'm. This year, 2021, up to my birthday in February. 2022. Now we get all right. In between. 
So that was my, my year seven. So year seven is reflection. Okay. Yeah, 2021. And overall this year, I was much less active than other years. Mm. Just worked out that way. Interesting. But it was funny for me that the end of the year, right, as I'm getting now to move to year number eight, I suddenly had a real quiet, don't do anything, reflect. Hmm. So that that my experience of it. Did you made you, did it make you think at all about like moving away from the business, or when will you step away from the business? Like you're not gonna be doing it forever, right? Eventually you're gonna step away, or you feel like to. I mean, still to. I mean today in the past year i'm really not that involved in the day-to-day of the business mm. right so i'm working on the business really strategy or what's our next step what we're going to do and all that so i don't see myself i don't know as time goes by you know that part of really seeing if i can create something that help more people evolve right because in, even in my business the reason that we created the fresh start right what is the be the fresh start the fresh start attitude and all that was always a huge part of my passion in this business, right? Understanding that every, every second create an opportunity for something new, mm. right? So you can break away from your patterns, right? So that's the whole idea of be the, be the first start. So somewhere is maybe we'll take the idea of the first start and make it much, much bigger. Uh, all will expand to other service industries. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I thought maybe it will kind of like showed you an opportunity to like what, it, what it's like to truly not need to engage with the things that you engage in on a daily basis. And one of them would be, well, what do I do when I retire? Like, what's my, you know, retirement? I, uh, I, I, I don't think, because I... You don't I think mean, you'll ever retire? You want yeah, to keep creating? Yeah, I mean, creation and working with people and working yeah. with a team, it's, it's, it's so infinite. much fun. Like, yeah. why, why would I stop it? Right. Like, what would, what would like, be on vacation? Like, it's fun. Of course. Right? Coming up with new ideas, trying, understanding. See, this is success to me. This is this is true success. Like making a lot of money is great, but again, I, I know how cheesy this sounds, but it's fucking true. Like being able to really enjoy the wealth that you've created and also always being excited about both what you do and uh and about what you will do in the future and how you're going to develop that's true success which is you created a a, a a world of abundance that that not only uh sustains you and your loved ones in the moment but it it creates opportunities but like it's an opportunity engine right for whatever it, will come yes, next yes, which is yes, that's yes, to yes. me the definition of true right. success so if if the business for me was just making money then probably I will be like, uh, you know, I don't know how to fulfill. I'm going to walk away. I'm going to stop doing business, right? I'm done. I made enough money or whatever it is. But the business for me is, is a way to collaborate with other people, create new opportunity, have an impact, right? The whole idea of the fresh start, that's really exciting for me. Okay. Right? If I thought about, okay, how can I add another zero? Like, okay, probably I'm not going to have the same amount of passion. And it never ends too. But yeah, it's what I'm chasing. It's, it's like, pointless. okay. Yeah, you said some people in your space that just make so much money, but they're just they're unfulfilled. So I guess one of the one of the final things I want to talk about is that you clearly are moving more and more in the direction of the the self reflection, understanding the whole world of of self improvement, but in a real way. Uh, how do you feel uh, that you can take? Well, let's let's ask it in a different way. You have a trajectory that you're certain of, 
in your business, in your life, with your family, things are established. What, well, to the extent that they can be, right? Um, I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Exactly. Or in a minute. Exactly. Um, In what way do you feel it's possible for life to still surprise you? Let's, let's, Let's make it specific. Hopefully, every second. Already. No, no, but let's make it specific because I want to make it interesting. What is the furthest, even though you're completely open to everything, what is the furthest thing you could possibly imagine? Like the, the from what you usually see the trajectory of your life. Like, is it being a Buddhist monk and, and like Tibetan? No, like just... no, no. So my, my, that's, that's, uh, I love this question because my, more of my, time is spend more on letting go than what's going to happen mm. right so I'm, I'm kind of switching from because i used to be very much like where i want to be how it's going to look like how much i'm going to make how it's like very much that way in in the past uh, i don't know a year now i think i'm more on letting go because my hope that my goals will not come true, will not come true. Mm. because I believe there's a different play here that happens. I think when I was 18, 20, 21, 22, before I came here, my, my biggest goal said, so hopefully one day I'm going to be able to buy a house in the farm and I'm going to work for, I will be something that's related to the Israeli army and I'm going to pay my house over 20 years. I'm so happy that my goal didn't come true I see right and after that I have a different goal and what I'm learning is as I'm letting go and I'm staying open and really try to be a thousand percent where I am and, and give my full heart and my full attention there is different things at play so really in the past year is I, I, I realizing it and I'm seeing it so I'm like okay just let go I have my passion I have the inspiration that comes up if, if I have something to do during the day, I'm going to get it done, right? right? It's not like I'm sitting all day and it's like, no, I'm not doing anything. Like I have a task, I have a meeting, I have staff, we have things to do. We have goals within the company. Of course, we have goals, we have lead goals, we, we have plans and everything. It's a business that needs to operate and it's part of a lot of people that are playing a part in it. So there's clarity and everything that needs to happen. But I'm less on... Yes, more of my focus is letting go. Just you want the world to surprise you. Take you want the same experience that that, that you want the same surprise that the world provided it's with so being fun. where you are now versus what you imagined yeah. when you were 22 to happen again. So let's say based, based on my past, I can say, okay, if I build a business and I have, for example, 100 offices, I want to have 1,000 offices, right? But maybe there's going to be something completely different. No, but that's what I'm asking you about. I'm, I'm not talking about like the, the ideal state of mind that you're trying to occupy in which you don't really think about these things and that's what you're striving for. I'm asking like from just from the fun perspective, which is like what is the, even with your openness, like can you think of a scenario that right now the way that things seems to be now, again, even though you're completely open to it to maybe being the case, so- what is the first... Uh, are you a cucumber farmer on Mars? Are, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's what you're saying. So um, the thing right now that excites me the most is 
try to take the idea of the fresh start, right, and what the company stands for and make it much, much bigger. Not necessarily through the home service industry or the franchise industry. Figure out something, right? How the idea of the emotional DNA, the vibration, the business experience that, you know, I've been in business now for 20 years, how can all that morph into something that the impact is much, much bigger, mm. right? How can we do something even more meaningful? And But it's around that idea of evolution, fresh start. That's, that's what excites me the most. Mm. And for for example, sometimes I go in a, and, I, and I speak in schools here in the East LA area. Oh, I didn't know that. So I do it sometimes. And what, what do you what do you do? Like what do you talk? So about? it's part of the YBA. Hmm. YBA. So the last time I went to speak with kids, I talked about the, the how we make decision based on pain. Wait, and what's pleasure. YBA? Youth, YBA. YBA. Youth Business Alliances. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So I've been part and supporting them for what is five six years now. I think. Yeah. Amazing people. So, so, like in a thirty seconds, what what are like what are they they're developing? Like so they so the founder, his name is Mark. I forget his last name. He came up with the idea of okay, there's there's school, there's kids in certain schools that don't have the same opportunities that other kids have. I see. Right, they're not exposed to professionals or to business owner or to people that came up with great ideas or did something meaningful in a way. So he said, okay, how can I get those business owner or professionals, whoever it is, come to these schools and talk to the kids. Just inspire them of how to create a resume, how to use LinkedIn, how I build the business, how I came from nothing to something, right? So just exposing these kids, right? Because they are in an in in environment that they don't have this inspiration. It's mainly survival most of the time. So sometimes just to come and speak with the kids and open their mind, like, okay, if this guy did it, I can do it too, right? So now YBA got pretty big, right? Because a lot of business owners and professionals volunteer their time. So you don't get paid. You just go and you speak with kids for about an hour. Pretty cool. So sometimes we can sell, for example, 10 new franchise locations. Or I'm going to go and speak in school and get a feedback from the kids. That sometimes can be a lot more exciting for me, right? So contribution. Yeah. Contribution that, is yeah. your main... Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I, I want to see how all that tw- the past 20 years, different experiences, what's like, where is going to lead to? Like, how can we make even a bigger impact? I see. And if... But I love, I enjoy the business world. Okay. Right? So that's so, something you're good at, you know, you know pretty well. I enjoy, I think, creating something new, right? Putting a team around it. If you know how to it. do it, yeah, 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 yeah. then yeah. it's uh, it's or uh, even the learning of how to do it, right? It's, sure. it's no, but if you okay, if you keep stumbling over your feet your whole life, then it, it won't be fun. If you're stuck in the same cycle, yes, sure, it's sure, fun. yeah, yeah, yeah. But suffering. if you if you figure something out and it <laughs> yeah. works, it's fun yeah. to implement right. and grow right. through it, basically. So I want I want to I mean, I I think that I think all of that is going to mix somehow, and something new is going to come out of it. That's that's beautiful. or an extension of it or something. And let's say we figure out aging, and you get another five hundred years. What would be your uh, like? Would you would you uh, after a century would you switch a career? Would you try like something? Oh, thousand percent. What What do you think it might be? Wow. I think it would be based on the trends that happens right That's so i'm going to i'm going to work with so the you're still thinking that business <laughs> no, 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 right like okay what's the trends what is interesting um 
How do you, this is actually like, uh, and we'll close with this one. And it's a great way, I think, to tie the knot here. Because uh, I remember you told me that one of the biggest things that gave you like this giant push forward in business was that you essentially saw something that was already around, but you saw an opportunity in it that most people in your field just didn't see at all. I realize that this might be a little bit too of a general question, but what's your advice for young entrepreneurs uh, or young innovators or anybody who's trying to create something new and big? What is your advice for recognizing trends early? Is there such a, there's no, ma- I'm assuming there's no magic formula, but how, just stay aware or like staying c- aware, c- be, be curious, right? I think curiosity, seeing what's going on, what is my passion. Again, I, you can easily get lost today. Because right? your, your thing was that you noticed that advertising on the internet, which back then was like super, super right. new, right? Yes. yes. And then you just basically went and just like did all the research you possibly could. Yeah, and it showed result pretty fast as well, right? So you're really riding a certain way. I see. So I think it's curious, right? Because everybody around me then was like, Dan, what are you doing? Advertising the yellow pages, saying the newspaper, this internet thing is going to go away, right? So like a lot of people on the internet heard the same thing. Uh, but I think it's being curious, play, be playful, like try things. That's why it's, it, the, the trend is what I'm learning, that it's very important to pay, attention, to pay attention to the trend, especially if you want to build a business and you want it to grow, like ride the wave, basically. Don't be behind the wave or don't be too ahead of the wave. So the timing is really, really important. So stay curious in timing. Right, yeah. There's another business that I, I started a while ago and I was too early in the game. So there was a referral system that I wanted to do for the home service industry so it was, it's something that they did in a certain way and a lot of people in that industry, in that space, didn't adopt the internet yet. Mm. So I've been talking to people that been fully adopting the internet, tell them what is missing in the home service industry. Mm. So, okay, they, 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 this is an amazing idea, but what I didn't take into consideration is the timing because the people in the home service industry didn't adopt the internet yet fully. Interesting. Right? So I was... Ahead of the wave here. Right. Uh, so, the, so, so it's possible too, is, too early. Oh, yeah. Too early. It's also too early, too late. Yeah. So it's really good to understand yeah, who is my customer, spot. where are they, how the trend works, right? Who is the early adapters also? That's another big thing that I learned. But how does that help you? Because when you come, uh, when, when you come with new technology, with a new idea, it's usually it's the early adapters that will adopt it. Yeah, right. but how does that help you to evolve? With understanding timing, trend, and who is my customer. Oh, who's the customer? Yes. Because yes, you yes, have yes. to address somebody who already adopted the technology. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That opened it. So but that's I think, also another... I think staying curious is a great one. And and I think the fact that you think even if you, you know, all of a sudden your life extends to another 500 years that you, you get to just pay, be paying attention to the trends is really the way to go. Because you can't know what you might want in that moment. But focusing on the trends you know there's an opportunity there. Right, yeah. So, yeah My yeah. passion and trends. See, see what's going on. What I love to do, because even when you go through a trend, right, it's like, your company grows so fast, there's so many issues, things are falling apart. If it's not really my passion, and it's not really something that I want to do, there's a good chance that I will give up because it's hard to build a business, right? It's, it depends on how, how big you want the business to be. So I think passion, trends, and then execution is everything. 
Execution is everything. Yeah, you can have the best ideas in the world if you don't know how to execute. That's a great way. Those are great words to end the podcast on. We're done. Thank you so much Bye. for your time. I know Thank it's you. super valuable. I enjoyed it tremendously. Awesome. I'm sure Thank we'll do you. it again. Yes. Thank the, you. The, 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 Next year? The 24th. We should do it again. Yeah, we should the do it 24th. like a trend. <laughs> right.